previously on My Best Friend's Journal. I did feel like I needed to apologize because every time I looked at you, I cringed. I have never known him with a shaved face and long hair. It is a very different look for you. Today, Elle told me he was surprised I'm here. I'm like crying, trying to like sing some song. It it probably didn't feel real until you were past rehearsals, you were on the boat and a month into the contract. Even then, like this is a saga, I was so, so stressed out. I was having a super mom moment for myself. With Um, your $1 dresser. dresser. It was a quality best shit. It was like heavy ass oak and I shoved it up these stairs by myself. We see a yellow bug, a Volkswagen um, drive by and I remember my dad screaming fags and how old were you uh maybe like 13 that's a little off brand for your liberal family eh those little moments add up reserved a truck were you moving things from philly to new york oh yeah i used to call it the big rig michaela was like it's not a big rig it's a small (laughs) u-haul the big rig five years ago he got a book to hold my private thoughts and now we're gonna take a peek Grab a drink or smoke some pot Your private thoughts read aloud How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote This shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred I'm haunted by my past It's called my best friend's journal Let's start this damn podcast Let's sing this theme a little longer first It's someone's favorite podcast Yes, and The world's greatest podcast Oprah's favorite podcast Hello! Hello! It's been a minute since, oh, R.I.P. Robin Robin Doubtfire (laughs) <laughs> you get it though <laughs> yeah no r.i.p her um <laughs> it has been a minute but that's how i like to enter rooms so sometimes it's how i like to enter this podcast said how you like to enter your husband who <laughs> knew once i used the Hello! term <laughs> once i used the verb enter you're gonna make a comment about it i'm predictable hello and welcome to my best friend's journal i'm cam i'm mike how you doing mikey i'm great you seem great, great. <laughs> The head Who are you trying to today. <laughs> no, I really am. I had been like a little stressed with some work and felt overwhelmed and I got a lot more done yesterday than I expected and I'm just like on a high from feeling accomplished. You have been busier than I've ever known you uh hmm. to be busy. You are just like killing it and getting stuff done left and right. Uh but taking names. Seems like a, a good a good color on you. Makes you happy, huh? Yeah, well I'm Happy once I'm on the other side of that, but that that carries me for a bit. Just feeling like caught up and like I've done something is uh, very good for my mood. Yeah, I don't know if we were talking about this on the podcast recently or if I was just kvetching about it in my personal life. Kvetching? Yeah. You rarely use, like, Yiddish. Oh, there's a few Yiddish words that I love. Huh. Is I that love, Yiddish? Yeah. yeah. I love kvetch. I love mensch. Mensch. I love oi. Mm. I've uh, never all... heard you say any of these things, to really? be honest. Yeah. Oh, these are all words that I really enjoy. Although, is it cultural appropriation? Are we allowed to... I mean, you're, you can speak in other languages, right? Um, It is appropriation. I don't know if it's offensive. Okay. Let us know if I shouldn't be saying things like Kvetch. Um, but in my personal life, I like everything's kind of in flux with the impending move and um, work for me since I'm about to start school is kind of winding down. Mm-hmm. Was I talking about this last week? Yeah, that kind of limbo feeling. Yes. And that is not a great... Um, it, it is the opposite of what you're feeling <laughs> as yeah. far as like getting stuff done. Yeah. Like I'm getting little things done, but it doesn't feel like any big, meaningful things. No big um, check marks. No, I'm busy with like all the tiny check marks. <laughs> um, so that's a little bit tough and I'm jealous, honestly, but I am proud of you because you are out there killing it. You're getting jobs. You're going on auditions. You're like, I don't know. You're just one of the busier people I know these days. Doing things. Um, but you've kept yourself busy. I'm specifically referring to the meticulously trimmed mustache on your face, <laughs> which is a complete 180 from last week because I was the one jarred by your appearance. Uh, yeah, last week you walked in with a shaved face and I about shat on the floor. And uh, <laughs> About? Th- you did. I had to clean it up. <laughs> and this week, Mike walked in and he goes, huh. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I understand how you felt last week. <laughs> huh. No, it's... <laughs> That's a decision you've made. It's like, a, it's not the mustache because I've, uh, I've enjoyed the mustache before. Hmm. <laughs> I've appreciated it on you before. But Enjoyed the mustache, ridden it down the street. Do you think, does facial hair um, help or hurt like oral sex? Oh, I don't think it really helps. Mm. Um, I, I No one likes to chafe. 
my my facial hair is really wiry, so I can't imagine that it's like awesome. So yeah. um uh, yeah, I don't I don't love it. What I a beard is probably fine, but what I don't love is like coarse stubble. I don't need huh. to hear coarse stubble being rubbed on any yeah, of my nether regions. That's tough. I wasn't yeah. even thinking about the stubble, more just the beard. But uh-huh. I guess for analingus it's not really going to be involved you're not like say analingus (laughs) who the fuck are you absolutely not analingus who would that be dr ruth she probably says analingus (laughs) probably um but do you know that i always get dr ruth and dr laura mixed up which one's dr laura (laughs) dr laura schlesinger okay dr ruth is the acclaimed sex advice lady who's like 115 right yeah and i'm dr laura is like a conservative talk radio oh god like a michelle bachman (laughs) yeah except a doctor she actually has a credential but she's like she's truly awful oh lovely well we'll just ignore her then Uh um but speaking of dr ruth i wonder if we should call her and ask i bet for people with clits it is more uh the facial hair probably matters more probably a higher stake in the game yeah i mean it's more sensitive and it's gonna actually like if you're sucking a dick your mustache isn't gonna rub on it you know how do you imagine people are going down on women that they're like their facial hair is really coming into play shouldn't it be more i mean not accurately i'm a big old homosexual so like obviously i don't know i don't know let us know i i know that for me it just needs to not be coarse and spiky because nobody wants Mm. that on their genitals yeah or even like to kiss you ever get um little razor like it's like razor yep. burn but beard burn i guess i used to get it really bad on my nose which means i'm probably doing it wrong um <laughs> <laughs> someone's just rubbing their chin on your nose like, oh i love this makeout but sesh it would like break my skin out the next day uh, um, i thought you were just gonna say it would like break my skin <laughs> break Ow. my skin just bleeding on them <laughs> that was great thanks yeah, i used to I, it's been a while but it's also um been a while since i had a long makeout sesh yeah uh that is that is um the risk we take as gay men making out with others because very few guys at least guys that i'm interested in making out with have cleanly shaven faces yeah. facial hair is in and it has been for a long time totally and i also i hate shaving so nobody's getting a cleanly shaven face out of me uh-uh. it's weird though i shaved my so i the reason i have a mustache is because i went to an 80s party the other night and another 80s party yeah i told you there's another one coming up i know so i'm this just re- recapping for the listener <laughs> what a genuine reaction um <laughs> another 80s party i am shocked <laughs> But you do love a theme party now. I, I do. I'm kind of back into it. Once upon a time, I loved a theme party. And then it just seemed like a lot of work to, like, you know, get dressed up and plan a costume and all that it shit. It is a lot of work. I saw pictures of your costume for the 80s party. It, you, like, put effort. Yeah, I put effort. But it was so fun. And so, okay, back up a little bit. This was a couple weeks ago. I was talking about how I had back-to-back parties and I was a little bit worried about it because uh, I just don't do that in mm-hmm. my old age. However, um, so we had a party here. And then the next night... We went to an 80s party for a friend who was, she's a leap year baby. Oh. Um, and so she, every four years, has a big birthday bash because she's a little she, baby. Yeah, <laughs> she's just so tiny. Um, so this was an 80s themed party. Um, and my girlfriends who came in for the going away party, they were going to be here all weekend. So they came and I told them they had to bring stuff for an 80s party. And so uh, they really leaned in. They brought great costumes. Peter painted his whole face like David Bowie. <laughs> um, and I went in my short shorts but i didn't wear a crop top this time so i had like acid wash short shorts a blondie t-shirt uh and i did a wig and bandana kind of brett michaels style Hmm. um a a gay brett michaels like a cameron michaels (laughs) (laughs) oh my god perfect perfect cameron with a k before we go any further we brought up a drag queen we invoked a drag queen so does that mean it's time for the gayest moment of the week gay 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 Is it? Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> so my drag queen, Brett Michaels persona, um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was wearing a wig, which, you know, I fucking love. Um, I know, wore it the we whole all night. Know. It was so fun. And I put on guy liner and I shaved a mustache. Guy liner. Yeah. Doesn't uh, need to be gendered. <laughs> so, so mask heteronormative. Uh, well, mask guy liner. <laughs> mask guy liner. Yeah. Peter was getting his makeup done for David Bowie. My friend Kendall was doing it and she's really good at makeup and she had her whole like makeup kit out um, and I was jealous. <laughs> and so I went and picked up her liquid eye- liquid eyeliner and spent way too much time in the mirror doing my own Liquid's eyeliner. hard. Yeah, but it turned out really fun. Um, I'm just uh, shaming you for saying guy liner. A man can wear eyeliner and it's just fine without masculinizing it. It's like when they make um, like all the male hygiene products are like uh-huh. it's like uh, men's soap yeah they're smells like, like bears <laughs> <laughs> smells like bears and firearms 
<laughs> or worse is when they make female specific things. It's like, did you see years ago, um, Bic, uh, the people that make the pins, uh-huh. got put on blast for doing like Bic for her, like <laughs> a smaller barrel in bright pink colors. They also <laughs> make the, the razors and they make them pink as well. Uh-huh. And they're more expensive. Yeah. Oof. Female razors are, there's a female tax attached to everything. Well, you know, female hair is much uh, more, um, <laughs> n- nope, got nothing. <laughs> got nothing. Um, so yeah, I, I leaned into the costume party. I'm still rocking the mustache. Peter hates my mustache. Um, he, I know you said so last I, episode. I know, I've had it a couple times and he has given me a really hard time about it. He's not made a single comment about it this time around. Well, he knows it brings you joy and he's not trying to yuck your yum. Apparently. Um, so I don't know how long it's going to last, but I like it for right now. It is. Uh, it's fresh. You do a good job at keeping your style like kept. You know what I mean? You're not like giving us a haphazard mustache. Oh, no, no. no haphazard. It's haphazard? Oh, I've been saying haphazard for 30 years. Really? Yeah. Wow, the more you know, baby. Yeah, that's too bad. Half hap. Mm. Mm. Oh, good. <laughs> you too. Half hazard. I've been saying half hazard. It's a ph, so I thought it was a. F- no, hap hazard. Mm, yikes! Yeah, otherwise it'd be half hazard. <laughs> well, this is embarrassing. Do I have to cut this? No, <laughs> this must. <laughs> you can play the play the library theme if you need to. <laughs> oh, this is just a me being stupid theme. I might need a new one. <laughs> Uh, no, I would never give you haphazard facial hair. I have qualms with that. You know what I have qualms with? <laughs> what? <laughs> the fact that you still are wearing your eyeliner. I am not. I I used an oil-based makeup remover. I thought you were going to say lubricant for some reason. <laughs> just because that's... I used an oil-based lubricant. It's <laughs> right in the eyes. It's nothing to do with anything. <laughs> um, but it's... I do feel like eyeliner just never really goes away. It takes like a week of it fading, even after you've cleaned yeah, it off. Yeah, you clean it off and there's still like a little bit of a... Ha- like a... I don't know, a bit of a ring around the eyeball. Uh, it's really apparent on guys who don't usually wear makeup. Um, you're like, something's different with your face. Yeah. You're, Especially when eyes are popping. They are. Your head is freshly shaved. Your face was freshly shaved. You have the mustache and the eyeliner. It was a lot to look at. It was. And I kind of, I, I was shooting for that Brett Michaels look and I kind of end up looking a little bit like a drunk ass Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, mm. eyeliner, wig, bandana, you budget know, version. It is a very fine line. You were like the, um, Amazon version of the Johnny Depp costume from Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, <laughs> like what you ordered, what you actually got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Um, what was your gayest moment, baby? Baby. Um, I auditioned for a, like a wedding band basically. And oh. she had me doing. Who's she? Uh, the producer. Okay. Uh, there's they have hundreds of songs, so she sent me a list of the songs and was like, just bring in a bunch of these and we'll you know we'll figure it out. Oh god, that sounds like a nightmare. Uh, to it me. honestly was fine because so many of them are repeats. I've had between the cruise ships and the tours and the review shows. I've sure. done so many of them. We get it. You're a working actor. Uh, not for a fucking year and a half. So <laughs> let me talk about days gone by. <laughs> They don't feel like they've gone by because journal, but because we're reliving them. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, I had all these kind of in my bag already, so it wasn't too much work. Mm-hmm. That being said, I sounded really bad, but they they were fine anyway. Was for sure you were gonna say sounded excellent. No, you, I, I'll tell you. Last week I was like, uh-huh. I killed it. Yeah. I sounded tough. I okay. was like, sorry about that. No, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't say that, but I sure thought it. Anyway, she was here for it anyway. But I think mostly because my gayest moment is a trick I pulled out. I, one of the songs on their list was Waterfalls by TLC. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I do Waterfalls for you? She's like, yeah, go ahead. Um, is that a song they usually have sung by a man in their group? Or I have no idea, but okay. it was on the list. And the, the original key is just fine for me because it's low. Oh, okay. Um, Fair enough. So I was like, do you mind if I do Waterfalls? And she was like, yeah, oh my God, do it. She was so into the idea. And then she goes, do you know the rap? And I was like... Yeah, honestly, I'm only offering this to you because of the rap. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is a party trick, and I'm ready to perform. I love the rap. Um, And so I did it for her, and she was jamming. She grabbed a mic, and uh, it was, like, in a recording studio, and she got a mic and started doing the harmonies to it. Are you serious? Oh, that's so fun. It was great. And then I did, like, That's pretty fucking gay, though. It was so gay. Um, It was good, though. But I uh, was pretty proud. I nailed the rap. Is that Left uh, Eye or T-Boss? Left Eye. Okay. (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) I don't know who does the rap in that. R.I.P. Left Eye. Um, Since we as a people will never be able to hear left, I do it because R.I.P. Do you think uh, you would? You want the next best thing? Yeah, the next best thing. (laughs) That's offensive. A a white boy. (laughs) I need you to imagine. Have you seen We're the Millers? 
<laughs> is that fucking Jason Siegel and An- Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're in like the RV at one point, and that very, very white dorky actor. What's his name? He's in a bunch of shit. He always plays the one that's a kid. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's very. He's like a quintessential Wonder Bread boy, uh-huh. and uh, he does the waterfalls rap. <laughs> And this is very similar. So here you go. Great. Come on. <laughs> I seen a rainbow yesterday, but too many storms have come and gone, leaving a trace of not one God-given ray. Is it because my life is ten shades of gray? I pray I'll ten fade away, seldom praising for the sunny days. And like his promise is true, only my faith can undo the many chances I blew to bring my life to a new, clear blue and unconditional skies that dry the tears from my eyes. No more lonely cries. My only bleeding hope is for the folk who can't cope with such an Enduring pain that keeps them in the pouring rain Who's to blame for tooting cane into your own vein? What a shame, you shoot and aim for someone else's brain You claim the insane name this day in time for falling prey to crime I say the system got you victim to your own mind Dreams are hopeless aspirations and hopes are coming true Believe, Believe in, in yourself, yourself, the rest, rest is up, up to me and <laughs> Whoa! I am blown away, honestly Thank you so much You're welcome, I'm impressed I uh, tried to give you like the left eye vocal fry only cries and all that stuff <laughs> she also a new yorker nah she's a philly girl so okay I'm... okay okay that actually does explain the accent though that works east, yeah. east coast east coaster um yes yeah. were you i mean why do you know so much about this were you a huge tlc fan i love tlc okay yeah um i didn't you no i was more of a destiny's child kind of kid. i mean i also love destiny's child but yeah. different things hip-hop and pop uh, yeah that's fair enough uh but like waterfalls was probably the only song that i knew and not well enough to know the rap the only version of that song and by version of that song i do mean parody of that song that i could do probably by heart is weird owls don't go making phony calls Mm. um i was a big nerdy weird owl kid i also loved weird owl i had him on tape so like i had to rewind it it was Mm -hmm. so hard to find the song you wanted on tape oh yeah for sure the only version i know of um gangster's paradise is weird Owls. Amish Amish paradise Paradise. yeah Yeah. Yeah. i sing Amish paradise when that song Uh, comes on me too um also, it took me well into adulthood to understand a lot of the references from his albums. Uh, oh, yeah, I bet I don't still. I bet if I went back, I'd be like, you said what? <laughs> no, no, not not his lyrics. I mean, the songs that he was parodying. Like, I, oh. he was the original version of a lot of those songs that I heard. Oh, uh, yeah. That's actually, if you listen to the Hamilton album, have you ever heard this new show called Hamilton? There's so many Hip-hop so references. So many references. It's yeah. unreal. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Ten Dual Commandments. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Ten Crack Commandments. Grind to the rhythm as we wind and die. Grind up on it, girl. Show them how you ride it. Only 19, but my mind is older. Only 19, but my mind is older. Two weeks later in the living room stressing. My father stone faced while you're asking for his blessing. And my boo, and my boo, lip locking. All up in the back, cause the chicks keep blocking. I am the A L E X A N D E R. We are meant to be. It's the N O T O R I O U S. You just lay down slow. I still learn new ones occasionally. Yeah. Yeah, it's because Lin Manuel is like a huge uh, student of of hip hop. Like he loves yeah. like that culture, and he knows just so much of like the stuff that kind of like built the genre. And if you don't know, now you know. And if you don't know, now you know. It's fun to see them pay homage to their inspirational. What'd you call me? <laughs> a homage. <laughs> you baguette. You're a menagerie of fagery. <laughs> You're so stupid. Um, Is that an episode title? A Menagerie of Fagerie? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, people will get that for sure. All this came from is homage. This uh-huh. is the je sound. That's the only reason I've related these words. So you know where my brain is. Where were we? We were gonna uh, let's back up. Weird show. Al. Um, waterfalls. TLC. My guest moment. Yeah, so my guest moment was at that little audition. And one last quick thing to say about that audition. Um, not gay. Nothing like... Uh, Nothing on topic, but I just have to share. He was talking to me about touring as a musician. He? Oh, sorry. There was two people there. There was okay. this one producer and this other guy who runs the company. Understood. Um, and he is a retired traveling musician, and now he does this like production company. And he was telling me about all his touring days and how he used to drive very long distances late at night. He then tells me he got really good at reading while driving. Huh? I was like, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> 
Like reading a book? <laughs> reading a book. He said he was able to open it up and just like glance down long enough to kind of absorb the paragraph and move on. I'm like, how did that come up? Also, bitch, it's called an audiobook. I don't know why you offered this information. I couldn't say anything. I'm like at a job interview. So I was like, mm, that's a thing you did. <laughs> fascinating i know uh is he proud was he proud of it yeah like, he was really proud of how much he was able to read while he was driving that is insane there's an um, episode of family guy where peter's reading a comic book while driving and it's like 100 they the camera angle shows it just like blocking his eyes completely uh-huh um that like they made books on tape back in the day for that very reason yeah um i don't know i guess he wanted a challenge i <laughs> it's really unfair to everyone else on the road <laughs> I love an audiobook so much. We know. Oh, here's an interesting. Oh, uh, do I talk about it a lot? <laughs> no, no. I don't. Maybe we don't know. I know. I'm always jealous. I like. I don't need to be. I could get my own audiobooks, but I never do it. I really ought to subscribe to Audible. Audible is the best fourteen dollars a month I've ever spent um, because I listen to audiobooks all the time, and it helps me consume great stories. Are you able to um, pay full attention? Because when I'm reading, if I if my mind wanders, I go back and read it again. Uh-huh. If my if I'm driving and I'm listening, I wonder if my mind will wander. Um, if I find my mind wandering, I just stop listening to it um, because generally I really like to listen while I'm doing something. So um, if I'm doing work around the house or if I'm working on a big project like with my hands, like um, landscaping or tiling or cleaning the garage. Or so like- butch. <laughs> These are things. Landscaping, tiling, manicuring, sucking dick. <laughs> manicuring. <laughs> I think something gay that you guys do. I've never given a manicure in my life. You would not want me anywhere near your cuticles. Um, Cute. <laughs> I, um, I, the reason I said those things is because when we were renovating our place last year, I was working constantly and I had on these big noise canceling headphones. I listened to probably 20 books Whoa. and I loved it because that stuff, you know, when you're painting a wall, you don't really need to use a lot of critical thinking. You're just doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then you can kind of get into a story. It makes the time go by fast. It makes the job so much more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I also like them on long drives, but usually long drives by myself. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't. I can't even really listen to a podcast with someone in the car. Uh-huh. I know you and Peter do. Uh, only if it's like a road trip. And yeah. We can agree okay. on that. Like the only times we ever listen to a podcast is if we're like in the car for hours on end. Mm. Because other than that, you're just going to talk over it, you know? I, I love to read so much, but like the nature of my life is such that I don't sit down and just like – I don't – carve out a lot of time just for reading right. i don't sit still very well unless i'm on vacation so the next best thing to me is listening to an audiobook um i did recently have a um a discussion with my friend ciara though because she got really annoyed that someone told her that he had read a book and he was like i read that book i loved it and she was like oh yeah and they were talking about it. he's like yeah I, I, the narrator was excellent she's like you didn't fucking read that book. <laughs> um, and you and I have had this exact same uh-huh. fight on this podcast. Oh, have we? Read Pete Buttigieg's book. Oh, uh, yes. The longest, the shortest way home. <laughs> mm, the, the longest night of home. I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's the shortest way home. I was like, I haven't read it. You're like, I finished reading it. And then later on, you're like, so anyway, in the audio of it, whatever. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> so I, I've, I've boiled down my stance on this in that it still counts as having consumed it. Yes. But you can't say that you read it. You, you say you listen to it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say that I listen or that I read Pete Buttigieg's book. I'm going to say I listened to his book, which is oh. fair. It doesn't diminish the the consuming of that. I think you said I finished it. We got the book and decided to read it together. Um, do a little book club. I've long since finished said book. Okay, no. So I guess sure. you're you're okay on a technicality. <laughs> Great. Um, it's. I get what she's saying because she loves reading. She's like a big purist about it. She's only doing one thing at one time. You mm-hmm. know, it's like a, it's like meditative to her. Sure. And so if you say like, I read a book and then she finds out you listen to it, you're going to be in her shit show, in her shit show. You're going to be in the doghouse as far as she's concerned. <laughs> her shit show. Is it like a puppet show with like. <laughs> Turds. Turd puppets. You're a turd puppet. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I can star in that turd puppet show. My little turd puppet. My little turd puppet. Is that the My Little Pony theme? Oh, I have no idea. We'll never know. <laughs> and you know what? Fuck Audible. Never mind. Oh Don't subscribe God. to that. You just because... endorsed them so hard and, and pulled it so quick. I just realized that I'm on a podcast that I'm <laughs> always actively promoting. What's that podcast? Um, shut up. Uh, don't listen to Audible. Listen to us all the time. Over and over That's and a really over big again. ask, and I would never. <laughs> a couple of people have like apologized to me. like, I stopped listening or I don't listen. I'm like, these are people who never listen to podcasts anyway and uh-huh. listen to a couple episodes to like just support me. And I'm like, Wait, that's okay. Do I hate these people? Why are they stopping listening? A lot of them are just because they don't listen to podcasts and it's not part of their daily routine. That's fine. But someone at work did stop listening and I was more offended. He, uh, 
a straight coworker, straightish. She seems like flexible. Uh, <laughs> well, if he's not listening, you can call him whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So he, I told him about the podcast, and the next week he's like, "Hey." The very first thing he says is, "I had to stop listening to your podcast. I didn't even know you started listening." <laughs> Why did he even have to tell you? Well, he said he listened to it with his girlfriend, so I guess straight uh, or straightish or bi or whatever. Not the point. <laughs> and he said she got offended and offended yeah i don't i don't really he, i say like we've never talked about anything uh, offensive offended. on this podcast no i get it that is very fair uh-huh. and i was like oh which episode was it he's like i don't know it was like you're talking about dicks i was like mm, more specific <laughs> it's like that's every episode yeah. he's like something about snapchat i'm like okay that narrows down to like three of them yeah. snapchat dick friends uh-huh. um and he was like it was just a lot of dicks honestly and i was like that's okay yeah it's not for everyone he gave it a valiant effort for that was sweet of him it was and i can't blame him for i do think it's weird that he said his girlfriend like felt threatened by it i'm like felt threatened by it maybe i did say he like seemed kind of flexible so if maybe she feels the same way maybe she's already afraid that he's gay maybe so maybe okay. that's what and he meant she's like you're listening to this very homosexual podcast yeah. and a bunch of guys talk about their dick friends. <laughs> dick she, friends she's gonna be monitoring his snapchat like a hawk i can promise you that yeah that might be it but um right is this guy cute yeah very should we cute. coax him out coke what should we coke him up should we coax <laughs> him out of the closet yeah coke him up and then coax him out <laughs> i'm coming to your restaurant <laughs> see what i can do um no he's he's super cool he's like uh like a great weirdo i love a great weirdo and usually those are good listeners for us so maybe uh, we can get him back well we're we're good weirdos too give him one of the tamer episodes would you the tainter episodes yeah yeah one, <laughs> one of the tainter episodes. speaking of taints should we uh see if we can make this one of the more tainted ones and get into the journal <laughs> it is high time Let's do it. Taint. All right. So we were mid-August 2014. Mm-hmm. Anything worth uh, reminding us of? Uh, yeah. I'm just getting ready to go on my next cruise contract like very soon. Woohoo! Like maybe the next day. Uh, no, but you did do your contract uh, on okay. August 15th, 2014. You did your contract at FedEx. Um, then you went to the gym. Uh, should be packing, but you didn't. At least uh, I'm doing something else. Should be packing. August 16th. Not packed enough. <laughs> um, last gym day at Optimal. Optimal! Hmm. <laughs> feel like... Someone you want to scream? Okay, did yeah. I write that in caps? No. It okay. just seems like, Optimal Fitness. Yeah. Optimize your life. Um that was the way you said that reminds me of uh this guy i did a show with always used to tell the story that i found hysterical he was i think on the cheer team when he was younger and his coach was like a very butch lesbian and she would always come in to the girls dressing room before like competitions and be like all right ladies get that makeup on more rouge more rouge ladies <laughs> just tickled me and the way you said it really uh, really um channeled her yeah she probably works out at optimal uh, out to shitty Thai place with Gabrielle and friends. I wrote shitty Thai place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Went two weeks without drinking. Oh, must have been a goal, I guess. Must have been. That doesn't seem that. Yeah, you know what? I guess with casual drinks included, that's pretty good. It's hard mm-hmm. to not casually drink. Yeah, as you experienced recently. Mm-hmm. It is hard, especially when you're like I don't know, spending time with friends, going out to dinner. Just yeah. so we live in a very drink-heavy society. On August seventeenth, you unloaded your Philly apartment aka moved out and drove i had like a collapsible bed and a and a dresser <laughs> that fucking dresser that fucking dresser that you hauled up the stairs mm. um probably just threw it out the window that time <laughs> a la my london escape uh-huh unloaded philly apartment and drove the quote big rig, I budget big rig. to albany with <laughs> I'm such an asshole. yeah <laughs> the smallest budget truck did we stop for burger king nope oh. uh well you maybe did but it just said had pizza with mick mom and dad fun she knew your parents pretty well she spent a lot of time with them yeah weird i don't like that feels like so long ago yeah um on august 18th you're back to nyc with michaela um she actually just said the nicest thing about my mom she's like i could hang out with your mom like all the time she is so cool and so chill i was like that is so sweet i should tell her haven't talked to my mom so i guess she can hear it on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) that is sweet i've never had the pleasure the pleasure Mm, we tried our we were just two ships passing in the night yeah per usual um you went to chipotle uh then <laughs> what was i watching recently where someone was like for the longest time i thought aristotle was pronounced like chipotle <laughs> is it aristotle <laughs> i have no idea but that's good it was really funny i don't fucking know um 
Good reference, Cam. Uh, <laughs> then you went to Blockheads, 107th Street. Love Blockheads. Jake, I... Sam, Aaron, and Laura. This is the usual crowd. Yeah. We went to Blockheads together once, right? Yeah, probably. I'm Mexican, everyone... right? Yeah, it's like you... fast uh, New York Mexican. Yeah, me, you, and Jake had Mexican margaritas in the middle of the day one time. Yeah, yeah. with their uh, Bulldogs is their thing. Bulldogs? Uh, Corona and a margarita. Oh, yeah. Delicious. I love Blockheads. I think I've screamed about it before in here and uh, come at me for it. Good chain restaurant. Is it a chain? I guess it's a chain in New York. It's a New York chain. But there's like five of them. It's not like... Sure. So you went to Blockheads on 107th Street with Jake, Sam, Aaron, and Laura. And you went later to Blockheads with Michaela and her mom. I went twice that day? Twice. I'm a trash monster. (laughs) It Uh, is a chain restaurant. I think that is akin to way back on the ship. I had two dinners because I had planned two dinners. And so I just did one early and one late. Uh I think it's the same kind of thing. I was like, yeah, I'll go to Blockheads and and I'll just stay at Blockheads. Do you think it was the same one, 107th Street twice? Uh, no, because 107th Street was rare for me. I usually did the Midtown one. Yeah, that's the one I've been to. No, you, me, and Jake went to one in Chelsea. Was it Chelsea? I thought it was by like Washington Square Park or something. Oh, you're right. Okay. You're right. Great. Keep that in there. I love being right. <laughs> I said it twice, too. You must feel real good. Are you hard? Uh, <laughs> why is this table tipping over? <laughs> Congratulate. Mazel tov. <laughs> On August 19th, doctor's appointment all morning, got new driver's license, return truck first thing. Thank God it's out of my hands. <laughs> Too much responsibility. Yeah, I, I get overwhelmed with rental cars. I just do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is going to ruin my life. One accident, I'm going to owe this <laughs> rental company forever. Oh, wow. <laughs> you go straight to worst case scenario. August 20th. I almost said 420. Jesus. 420. <laughs> 820 twice as good. Starting a new thing. You have to get twice as high on 820. Um, you did all laundry and started to pack. Finally, you said five days ago you should be packing. Oh, shit. Well, I probably am out of time. Do I leave tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're going to find out together. Um, Amazing insanity workout. Amazing. Oh. Great. Um, so I think... I think this says, yeah, sweated so much. You just wrote sweat so much. Is that how that? Yeah. I think sweat is, is past tense. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Sweat so much. Say that again. Mm-mm. <sighs> uh, well, amazing insanity workout. Sweat so much. Eating so poorly. Are you feeling um, like you need to look a certain way before you get on a ship again? Do you think? Uh, or be in yes. a certain amount of like shape? What? In a certain like level of good shape? I do think that, but I doubt that it's for the company. They don't really focus on the way the singer, or at least the guy singers look as much as the dancers mm-hmm. or the women. Um, but were you going to warm destinations? I was going to warm destinations. And also it's a chance to meet a whole bunch of new people. And I probably just want to look as hot as I can look. Okay. Cause I want to get that D mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I do know. I'm familiar, um, but this is obsessive. I like, it's, diff- it's not obsessive. It's a thing that you're writing in your journal. I would. Oh, that's true. It's if, a journal. <laughs> yeah. If, if I were working out a lot um, or like trying to maintain a goal, one way of doing that is writing about it uh, and, and keeping yourself kind of accountable. But did I write need to lose weight or need to what did no. I write? need to eat better? No, you just said eating so poorly. But okay, that's I mean, true. You went if to I... blockheads twice in one. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. All right, cool. Thank you for that affirmation. I can yeah. be. You can have a, a focus without being obsessive. Yeah, for sure you can. Um. You said practiced the ukulele. Uke, that's really? what that says, <gasps> yes. I was joking because it was such a ridiculous comment last no, time. No, I for sure thought like you all your letters scrunched together, so I was like, I have no idea what this is. August 21st, sushi with mom and dad. Unpacked some old bins. My mom hates sushi. She always lets me know. So <laughs> She hates sushi? Yeah, she's, she, every time I'm like, when I get sushi, she's like, no, I don't like sushi. I'm like, all right, cool. Oh. <laughs> but we, got, we went the ones. <laughs> fact, no, please stop suggesting it. My sister and I picked her up at the airport when she came here. We were both starving and both jonesing for some sushi. I'm like, should we get sushi after this? I'm like, mom hates sushi. And we're like, we could just go somewhere and not tell her where we're going. And then once we're there. <laughs> oh, you fucking assholes. No, she's like easy to. She'll be like, I'll go to sushi. But like, we know she doesn't like it. So uh-huh. yeah, we're assholes. So the nice thing to do when your mom's visiting would to be not get sushi. We didn't go. Instead, we went somewhere with uh, zero vegan options. I got some like Brussels sprouts. They were good, but okay. I lost. <laughs> that happens sometimes for you. It does. Um, that reminds me of my friend, uh, Jeremy, who hates bowling um and i didn't realize it but we've been bowling at at least once maybe twice i've definitely suggested it multiple times but i remember we went bowling one time and then afterwards his boyfriend was like 
Yeah, Jeremy hates hates bowling. He just tell it, or he describes it as pretending like he's having fun the whole time. Oh, it's like oh yeah, I'll go and pretend like I enjoy it. Like you can tell us no. Yeah, there's other things to do. <laughs> I love bowling, but I think I've yeah. shouted about that enough. Oh, um, so you had sushi with your mom and dad. She had an awful time, obviously. Um, <laughs> you unpacked some old bins. Um, you packed for cruise. Picked up doctor's forms and faxed. That's eating been... so poorly. Well, do yeah. something. Sushi's yeah, not salad. poor. Mm. Sushi's rich. I bet it's poor. I'm sure I'm having a like deep fried roll. It's like mm-hmm. mostly rice and some avocado. Um, I, I, you know how I mentioned recently that I got awful food poisoning from Valentine's Day dinner at sushi. Did I not tell you this? No. Went to uh, the nicest sushi restaurant I've ever been to. It was Peter's last day at his job. Um, before this Australia gig, and so we went out to celebrate together. Went to a very nice sushi restaurant, probably the nicest one I've ever been to, and I was up. All night with my head in the toilet, Ugh. like violent, immediate food poisoning. Oh God, like we were in the car fish. on the way home and I was like, something's not right. I don't feel great. Like tried to like pretend like it was going away. Woke up like full cold sweat and just, yeah, spent the night on the couch running to the bathroom. Oh, that's um, the worst. I hate and, waking up nauseous. Uh huh. Oh, it's, it's awful with it. Like, you know how like your mouth is like salivating. You just mm-hmm. like, know you're going to puke. Um, but then it's so relieving to actually puke. Uh-huh. You know, you don't want to do it. Nobody wants to puke, but like. The sooner you puke, the better you feel. Got to tell you, it doesn't get grosser than sushi, though. Ooh, doesn't get grosser. Yep. I may never eat miso soup again. Oh, miso sad about that. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. I um, love miso. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, too. But, um, yeah, it was kind of shocking. And now um, we've gotten sushi a couple times. It's not – it didn't scar me so bad that it doesn't sound good. But every time I eat it, I'm like, eh, this is not very good anymore. Well, we're doing Mexican for lunch, so you're off the hook for yeah, today. I need some time. Um, on the 22nd, you drove mom to reunion, 25th anniversary. Oh, oh, my family, my dad's side used to have a family reunion every year. Okay. Like since I, since I could remember, we all would get together in very rural upstate New York and, uh, like play volleyball and bocce ball. And actually it was, it's pretty sweet. Um, it's one of the three times a year I'd see that side of the family. We also would, um, we'd do a balloon launch for, my cousin passed away when he was like three and I was four. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Like a first cousin? Or yeah. Um, oh, I'm really sorry. Yeah. It's uh, it's always been just like a part of our family story. But we um we would do a balloon launch, which I think is pretty bad for the environment thinking about it. But it's a sweet sentiment. We, yeah. Like, uh, we should do like paper lanterns. It's better. <laughs> we. Oh, were you there? <laughs> Come next no, time. No, I'm coming great. next time for sure. For sure. I don't know when that next time will be. Anyway, it's a sweet thing. You attach messages to the departed that is very sweet um it was the 25th anniversary yeah we made shirts amy has one of them anniversary <laughs> of what all right that reunion oh they've been having that they've been having for, for 25 years. years i understand now we had shirts made one year that say wessel's family reunion having a wicked good time wicked because we fuck off played, played um, croquet yep and uh i brought it to goldfish amy's house once uh-huh. and she wears it all the time it's like her favorite workout shirt <laughs> That tickles me. Where's someone else's family reunion shirt? <laughs> she sounds like a hoot. Um, She's a hoot. You're gonna meet her soon. I can't wait. Put it on my calendar, would you? Yeah, let me go ahead and do that. I'm, I'm also Cam's assistant now, everyone. <laughs> Just send me an invite. It's all I'm asking. Um, you ate burgers and dogs, hot dogs. Um, <laughs> I do threaten to grill your dog's legs pretty often. <laughs> he has little chicken legs. I would t- tell me I'm wrong. Dogs like back legs, those thighs. If you rip them off and stick them on a grill, like how good does that look? I have to tell you, for the fourteenth time, probably this week. I don't love this line of conversation. <laughs> talk about how I'm gonna prepare your dog to eat. Uh huh. Um, you played some ukulele, probably for your family. Oh, that's that was, a joy. Uh-huh. The one I, that I learned like four days ago, so I'm probably really good at. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, everyone's having a good old time, and someone pulls out a ukulele. <laughs> uh you know what? I have to go. Um, this has been so much fun, family. I gotta wash my uh, pubic hair. I'll be back. <laughs> teach my bird to play chess um <laughs> i like that said goodbye to peen to peena <laughs> <laughs> said goodbye to bina and weebo oh your I've... dog and your grandma hmm. i'll see them both again good bye bina bye weebo gotta go that's probably how it went oh is this an overnight reunion august 23rd reunion yeah it is it's a full weekend we used to like camp in the backyard like the full thing that Sounds awful. And there's no cell service. Not going to it's lie. It's like isolated. Um, it's, this is my like Republican family. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had a reunion with them it's since. not making it better. Since they elected Donald Trump mm-hmm. um, that they're proud of. I do blame them for that. Yeah. They, I mean, they're, ve- they're very, I don't know where they stand 
nowadays, but during the election, uh, my cousin carved a pumpkin that said Trump, and I commented back when it was funny. Um, I said you spelled Clinton wrong. <laughs> oh, yep. That's pretty funny, but yikes. Anyway, <laughs> so there's a that dichotomy is already there, but it wasn't, I mean, back in the day, politics didn't matter to me. Wow. Times have really changed. Really changed. Wow. Uh, so you're still at the reunion, mostly just ate and chatted. I mean, what else do you do at a reunion? Right. Um, you let go of balloons and ate Pizza Planet. Like the Toy Story? Apparently, yeah. Huh. Um, awkward family discussion. What was the discussion? I don't know, but you underlined this. Can't imagine bringing a guy to the reunion. And then in parentheses, still thinking of this. You could bring me. I could bring you. I wonder. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, this is my Republican side that I don't think I could be comfortable bringing a man to. Mm-hmm. I do remember a moment from this that like really stuck with me. It was actually not a homophobic thing. It was a super racist comment uh, one of my younger family members made. Uh, I guess xenophobic. I don't know. It was a nasty comment about Muslim people. Yikes. Uh, yeah, it was disgusting. And that r- really made me uncomfortable. But obviously what I wrote about here was something homophobic. Mm-hmm. Unless I was just thinking like one big conservative umbrella. Like if you, this is how you feel about Muslim people, then what, what must you think about gay people? I'm not yeah, really sure. Maybe. Racist comments by family members just makes me think of, uh, the last time I saw my uncle when we were calmly sitting around a dinner table and he mentioned that he would like to be cremated and put in the a bomb that's dropped on Barack Obama. Oh yeah. You mentioned that here before. Mm-hmm. Fun. Really cool guy. Did you say anything to him? Like what do we say to these old racist relatives? I didn't. I just, uh, I just kind of rolled my eyes and clammed up. Um, I haven't, always been great with confrontation i feel like i if that was said in front of me today i would say something but um just the last four years have changed me so profoundly in our this current political climate um it's never been okay to abide old racist people in their rhetoric but it just feels so much more prescient today higher Um, stakes people are literally more affected exactly and uh you can't just sit by and roll your eyes at your old racist grandma or well that's I guess what was so like jarring about this comment I'm talking about from the journal, like this was a young person saying this very, very racist thing. And I was just like, how did you get this way? Like where, where did this come from? Well, I think it came from being around probably old or older, at least racist family members. Yeah. And for a long time, we as a culture just said, that's okay because everyone has a racist elder in their family that we're just going to ignore because they are no longer relevant. But they are relevant and that they're still around and able to spew this hateful shit. And that matters that their kids are absorbing. Exactly. But I guess I'm also, it was just uh, such a strange uh, thing for me in this family, because I do remember moments of them being like very compassionate and very uh, tolerant, I guess, or less like Trumpian than they are now. I specifically remember when I was very little, obviously I wasn't aware I was gay yet, but I must've been thinking about it because my uncle was talking about someone who went through like, training program to be a minister or whatever that process is called and then <laughs> seminary seminary it wasn't a priest i don't freaking know anyway the people in charge found out he was gay and like expelled him from this thing after all his effort put in and i remember my family being like taken aback by that they were like why would they do that just because he's gay he's putting all this effort he's a good person and just because he's gay he doesn't get to and i remember holding that comment dear i was like oh look at that like see that they, they, they have compassion for this somewhere along the line that got erased you know how that that reminded me of uh, being at, at the church I grew up in, and um, there's a lot of talk among Christians about how, like, sin is sin. You know, like, everything's kind of on an equal playing field. Like, you just need to, like, repent and get forgiveness and be, like— We're uh, all sinners, and your, your homosexuality sin is just as bad as my fibbing exactly. sin. Exactly. But um, one of the things that I remember, like as a as a young gay kid, I remember so much sitting in the in the audience. <laughs> what the fuck do you call it? Congregation and being preached to all the time. And like there would be so many sermons where they talk about the homosexuals, and I would just like sit there and sweat. But I remember one time after like Sunday school, um, the teacher of that class, who was my dad's best friend, uh, he like he said something like, "I was walking out of the classroom, and we had just been taught some lesson about how homosexuality is sinful." <laughs> I don't even really remember how, like how it pertained to the Bible because it's mentioned so infrequently, but, um, we were talking about that and, and this guy, he was like, 
just said to me, I was the only one left in the class. And I don't think he was saying it because he knew I was gay. I think he was just saying it because this is what they talked about, these people. But he was like, you know, most sins I can understand. I can, I can just, I can understand where people are coming from. And I know there's a lot of temptation in this life. That is one that I just can't get. It just really grosses me out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, so crazy. <laughs> I'm going to go hate myself a little bit more. But um, those those little comments, those little, little comments, that's not a little comment. Oh, no, yeah. by little, I mean, you know, just like said in passing because yeah. it's so easy for those people to talk about gay people like they're the great evil in the world. Yeah. You know, um, those little side comments were so not little to me, so huge. And um, I was probably 14 years old and I can he- hear him saying it clear as a bell. I just remember how awkward I felt like I have to get out of this room. That... <laughs> Reminds me. This is like the 18th. <laughs> reminds me. That's okay. Um, my a different uncle on my mom's side. It's like kind of a fun thing to think about. He said he was doing a similar thing. He was like, I just don't, I don't understand when when a guy sees like a, a hairy dude on the beach. How he's like, oh yeah, I want to tap that. Something like, how could how could one find a man sexy? Uh huh. And he said that, and like without, I didn't even like really react. And I think before the comment even finished coming out of his mouth, he's like. But you know what? I support everyone. And if you wanted to be gay or whatever, like I was like, I was like, thank you. Like, okay. Well, I mean, if it was like he was saying, really, he just doesn't get it. He's not attracted to men. No, but he was like, he made that realization in the moment. And this is like a, he's a Brooklyn born, like tough dude. And he's um, like just super football and beer. Uh huh. Um, but it was like very thoughtful, even though it began that way. I, that's, I understand that his life experiences led him to that thought or uh-huh. whatever. But the fact that he was able to, Realized what he was saying and who he was saying it to. This uh-huh. is well before I was out. Yeah. Um, kind of turned it around in the moment. Yeah. And was like, but you know what? We, uh, I don't care who anyone would marry or who would have. I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Those things matter so much. Yeah. That has really colored how I, um, how I speak when I'm around kids. Uh, we have nieces, Peter and I, uh, we have four nieces and I constantly check myself and try to make sure that I'm not saying anything that would like it diminish or in any way, like stick with them in that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I am always thinking like, I don't want to say anything that would uh, make them think that I think less of, of women or that I feel a certain way about any community. Not that I do, but I just, I don't know how to say this without sounding super clunky, but I'm, I'm very, there are these moments that stick out to me uh, as having created shame as a kid by hearing adults speak uh, in certain ways, you mm-hmm. know, especially in Careful the church. All the things you say, children will glisten. <laughs> children do listen. It sticks in your, it, it will stick in your head and become part of your, this experience. There are things that my mom said to me that I brought up to her as an adult that she has no recollection of saying, cause she says it in passing. Yeah. But me as a kid, I remember that and it was a formative experience. Yeah. You never know what's going to be formative to kids. And I'm, I'm very careful around children. Yeah. Um, and that being said, you probably have already made mistakes. Like there's oh, no, of course, of course, of course, but it's good to be, the best you can do is be yeah. aware. Well, and I spend very little time around kids so. <laughs> for good fucking reason. <laughs> You know, we have a lot of listeners that have kids. You have to be nice oh, to them. I'm sorry. They get it, though. <laughs> I was talking to your friend Becca, and she's like, oh, I'm on vacation. From the- <laughs> she pretty much equated her oldest son to uh, the kid from, she was like, oh, just boys are disgusting. His bathroom is gross. And I just thought of the uh, bridesmaids. bridesmaids. Yeah. We joke about it a lot because her oldest is now a teenager. Mm-hmm. And like, there's all these jokes about, you know, all of a sudden, like, it, like there's a alien living with you like who is this this sweet boy that i've raised and now he's like a disgusting mean teenager he's not mean he's a sweet kid but you know when people say when their kids become teenagers they're all it's all of a sudden like living with a stranger Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's she's in that place right now she's like my sweet kid he's half sweet kid and half like total hormone alien (laughs) yes exactly i do not envy someone trying to bring a teenager into adulthood because that is Oh, that's years of of yeah, and you don't know what you're going to get. You, you don't, don't know what kind of human's going to come out of there. <laughs> no, because like, they they change pretty quick. Children may not obey, but children will listen. Children will look to you for which way to turn to learn what to be. Careful before you say. Listen to me Children will listen It's been 
hours since we talked about the journal. Should we get back to it? <laughs> On August 24th, you left the reunion with Tara and drove to JFK. Oh, I'm going straight to the airport from this reunion? I guess so. I really pack things in. I don't give much air between stuff. Would you say that you're a fudge packer? <sighs> no, because it's a pretty disgusting connotation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Got it. Uh, <laughs> Keeping it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't because I'm not a homophobic <laughs> Teenager from 1994. Um, got crepe at cool iPad rest. What? Makes sense. Got crepe what? at cool iPad rest. <laughs> Read that. Crepe at cool iPad rest. iPad rest is probably um, like a airport oh, area with like a restaurant iPads. where you can order from an iPad. I'm obviously very impressed by that in 2014. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I now understand. Was alone in the apartment. So grocery shopped. Alone. I'm in Florida. So you're in it. Florida? Okay, It has gotcha. begun, y'all. We are, oh. on, we are on contract number two in the ship world. Yeah, there's a tiny little FL here. So you got to Florida. Was alone in the apartment, so grocery shopped. Met, well, well, he'll get a nickname in the thing. So you met one of your castmates and then the girls. Oh, there's a whole cast of characters yeah, here that are all, all going to get nicknames, I suppose. Yay! Um, do you, were you happy to meet these people? Do they make a good first impression? Do you remember? Yeah, these were um, generally a really good crew. Okay. Really kind people. Really... Um, Fun, just good energy. Oh, delightful. Yeah. Unlike last time. Um, <laughs> August 25th, you had a boring orientation. Nervous and excited to be back. That tracks. Um, Athletica workout with um, a couple who I am assuming are castmates. Yes, and I'm going to end up spending a ton of time with these folks. Um, They'll get nicknames in good time. Also, I'm, sure. I'm doing a workout with them and I just met them. Yeah. That's like hmm, out of character. Maybe you were forging a new mic. You're like, oh, yeah, I work out a lot. Do you guys want to get in on this? Okay. (laughs) Very fit. Um, August 26th, got parts for some some Swing City. One of the shows. This one's a mess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This one. Oh, this is, remember when I said I didn't have a mic on? I marched my way across stage. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's the ship. (laughs) Okay. Um, Spent much of the night with singers trying to learn it. I'm taking the lead wannabe vocal captain. Ooh. Um, someone annoys you. Oh, my God. Oh I'm no. selfishly getting kind of excited because uh, you're back in a contract, and I feel like it's going to be rife with drama and conflict. It is. As you're starting this, I'm like, oh, this was great. There was actually a lot of like fighting and drama in this. I will say, I think actually everybody from this cast I would love to go get a beer with now. They're oh, great. all... Overall, great people, and I really enjoyed my time. Uh-huh. There's probably going to be moments that are um, more tense than others. A little contentious? Because it's the day-to-day, so I want to just remind that as we go through here. They listen, don't they? <laughs> All of them, yeah. <laughs> I can see Mike getting nervous. Um, um, when real people come into the podcast, I mean, that's it, it's something that you worried about when we started this yeah was that the later we get into this the more there's going to be people who are still in your life right i guess it feels more contentious in a, on a ship contract because everything is yeah harder in tight quarters yeah it's tight quarters and it's also quite competitive and yeah there's a lot that goes into it so on the 27th of august you had rehearsal and watched an office run of like an, another cast i'm yeah. assuming there's lots of uh groups there at the same time um crushing blues in the night <laughs> i was proud of myself in the this is the first time in my life I like stretched my voice in this way and I feel like I did learn a lot from the first contract. Remember I was so neurotic about the first one. Mm-hmm. And you're top dog on the ship. Yeah, so it was <laughs> I was comfy. Top, top dog, dog. LOL. Top raw dog. <laughs> you were the top bottom on the ship. <laughs> 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 also true remember when hands on a hard body and i was complaining about being the only gay person uh-huh. all of these dancers except for one were straight you have the curse of the straight man i am i am one of two gay people in this cast of 14 that is shocking yeah i've known a lot of people who dance on cruise ships and very few of them were straight men me too and i'm like how <laughs> but there we are fair enough um feeling excited bananagrams with some cast you love fucking games i do love games so on August 29th, you went over everything in Swing City. We know. So far, so good. Man, this is night and day from your last... Uh, right? By right. day two, last time you were crying. There's also... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
There's also less pressure on the ship, much less pressure. It was a you it also, felt easier. For the whole first three months of this whole this process last time, you thought you were gonna get fired at any moment. Yeah. No, I'm comfy. Yeah, you comfy. They already invited me back. Yeah, that may, that is such a huge vote of confidence though. Like when they hire you back for a second contract, they yeah. know what they're getting. Uh you can feel pretty confident that they, yeah. they want you. Um you went to Chipotle with singers making people laugh. I'm making people laugh? Yeah. And you're always happy. I had to write that. You like making people laugh. You're <laughs> making true. first impressions. People are laughing at you. That feels good. That's true. Um, August 30th, super easy rehearsal. Um, Atletico at gym was great. God. Yeah. Out to Arale for Mexican food. We've been there before. I've seen, I've read that word before. Oh, yeah. So. Do you feel, Um. do we like this like manic version of me or the depressed version of me? <laughs> it's honestly so much more fun to read when you're not crying every episode. So. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Up late chatting with... We're going to call her DC. That's a new character in PJs. Yeah. So fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good memory. <Yeah>. Huh? <laughs> no, uh, I'm just, I get close to a lot of people on the show. Okay. August 31st, day off, beach, then amazing Thai food in Fort Lauderdale um, with the uh, with the couples. That's good because at the, the beginning couple. of this episode, we had shitty Thai, so it's full circle. <laughs> you love Thai food. I do. Um Fort Lauderdale depresses me. Last time I, I was there, it really, really bummed me out. Whenever we talk about Florida, you get you get bummed. You hate Florida. I, with the exception of Miami, most of Florida is dead to me. Mm-hmm. They have beautiful beaches, but um, we also have Marco Rubio. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, Florida. It's okay. Um, you went to the pool and you worked on some music. Great, great. Um. And that is the end of August 2014. Wow. We've met some new characters already. You're Start- in the middle of rehearsals. Yeah. Starting a contract. Yeah. It's feeling I'm, good. It is feeling like a brand new day. Is that a song? It's a, a new day. It's a Celine Dion song. Play it now. All right, next week we're into September. Um, but before we go today, we have some listener mail that we should get Do to. Do you remember the, the first twenty first day? <laughs> what is it supposed to it's be? It's the twenty first. Oh. It's my sister's birthday. Hmm. I'm really good with birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, your birthday's coming up. In a journal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I bet you won't remember until I remind you. Definitely won't. I wonder if I wrote it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Promise you didn't. Uh, before we go, we have some great listener mail, and uh, one in particular stuck out to me, and I wanted to read it. This came to us uh, in the form of an email from our website, um, and uh, we're going to call this guy JP, uh, and the subject was just episode 37. Um, he said, hi, with about 14 eyes and an exclamation point. First, guys, let me just tell you that I love you guys, and I could listen six to seven times to every episode, Whoa. laughing more every time. Oh. By the way, sorry for my shitty English. I'm from Quebec in Canada. Um you have beautiful English. The opening section of episode 37, when you were talking about the fact that we as queer people build the second person all our life before we're coming out. Girl, I came <laughs> out at 27 after having two kids. Mm. Wow. This part made me understand a lot of the coping and of my self-defense, self-harm mechanism. Hmm. Seriously, these five minutes of your podcast have put myself in a place of peace and probably changed my life. Whoa. We're so hard on ourselves, and you've made me realize that I have 27 years of unraveling to do. Thank you so much. Long life to MBFJ, JP. That is the sweetest thing ever. Um, I'm like on the verge of tears, which yeah. I know is hard for me to <laughs> So accomplish. rare. You've touched Mike's cold, dead heart. Um, <laughs> honestly, that is the sweetest thing. It really means the world to us when um, when our just you know conversation as friends uh, touches people and speaks to your experience, especially as a queer person. Um, we yeah, all we're... have unique experiences, but there are some things that are pretty universal, and we're glad that you connected. Yeah, we're still unraveling as we record this podcast and i was like oh god that <laughs> mike's unraveling in other ways <laughs> i'm removing the mummy costume i've made out of uh, toilet paper yeah please stop wasting all my toilet paper by um, the way <laughs> to, to shift to something far less serious we got a review that uh, we don't 100 percent understand but we appreciate the five stars <laughs> It seems like they enjoy it, but I just have to read it so y'all can know what I'm talking about. So thank you for reviewing. Um, The name is a bunch of letters, not my name, LOL, is the username. (laughs) Direct quote. I'm just going to do this verbatim. I am Joy. Your podcast, I started listening to the first four episodes and then started listening to The President. Episodes 218, episodes in seven minutes. So I have five after 530. 
For Delta, beginning part of this conversation so straight home with me without even really thinking it's very much for enlightening me about ourselves. Keep up the good work. I may see more later or not. Not sure yet. P.S. My name is Nate, spelled N8. All right. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do think there's like there's some real joy in there. I think maybe it went into like a Google Translate situation. Very possible. Yep. Um, we get the gist, though. We appreciate it. He is joy. <laughs> he is joy. I am joy. <laughs> Thank you for reaching out, uh, both of you. And to everyone else, we want to hear from you. So if you haven't reached out, or even if you have in the past and you have more to say, shoot us an email at um, mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Rate, review on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe. Have I'll... your friends do all the same things. Exactly. And then uh, follow us on Instagram at mbfjpodcast. You can also DM us there if that's easier than uh, emailing. Yeah. We love to hear from you. Um, so that about does it for episode 39. Wow. 35. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. All right, Mike. Until next time, always remember. I seen a rainbow yesterday, but too many storms are coming and gone, leaving a trace of not one god. And fading you out. Because my life is ten sheets gray. I pray I'll ten fade away. Self praise. <laughs>